But right, boys, we're getting into it now. FBL tips and chips section of the show. So again, if you are coming into the show right now at this point in time and you're only listening to this recording, if you want to get our full thoughts and our full explanation, everything as we unpacked our thoughts, make sure you grab the full show. Um, straight out of the gates, Game Week Euros for the previous Game Week. Big D Fisser with El Salvador United hit 86 points. He obviously started late because he's only scored 133 points this season. Uh, that moved him up from 7.8 million to 7.5 million in the world. Dion, why were you so late to the party? Tisk, tisk, tisk. Then number two uh, for the week was Martin Kutsia. He had 80 points. He's now in total of 360. He moved up from 877k to 373k in the world. That's a 500,000 position jump. So massive jump there for Martin. Nick Curry, he's got with the no cane train. Do you like that, Darren? No cane train? Do you like the cane train? <laughs> Do you like it. you like the cane train? Darren <laughs> likes the cane train. Nick Curry has no no train, no cane actually, and that he had seventy eight points. He moved up from one fifty four k in the world to thirty seven thousand in the world. Massive, massive, well done there. And then our reigning champion Pumlani with PSM FC, he had seventy eight points as well, and he moved up from. 163k in the world to 40k in the world. Then we had two players that hit uh, 74 points uh, that came in on fifth position. Mario uh, hit Mario Litio. I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce that. I'm terrible with the, the pronunciation. But I know what you're thinking. What's the matter? That's the name of his team. Uh, he's now on 332 points total. And Andreas Killer, like uh, with Killer's 11, he had 74 points as well. He's also up to 330 points total in the season. Now, what does that mean to us when we're looking at our at our overall rankings? Nick Curry, no train, no cane. He is sitting 391 points, like I said, 37K in the world. Pumlani, <laughs> perennial contender, Pumlani, champion, champion, champion. He's now up to 40,000 in the world, like I have just mentioned. Prishan, who was on uh, two weeks ago, he's uh, he had 73 points, so he's moved up from 296 to 139K in the world. Christopher Fenter, again, I tell you, your your guys, uh, your guys, FPLs are going to take off now. Now that you've been on the show, it just happens. It happens for for everyone. So Prashun has moved, like I said, Prashun moved up. Christopher Fenter, he had seventy points. He moved up from three forty six k in the world to two hundred and seven k in the world. Greg Young is going back the other direction with a harness spirit. He had fifty three points, and that dropped him from one hundred eighteen k to two ninety three k. So it's a a negative one seventy k. Um, 175k shift. So, uh, Greg, uh, uh, pick up your socks, buddy. Uh, we expect more because I, I really, really, really hope that someone from our pod's bragging rights team or bragging rights league will land up winning the whole thing. So, uh, I am shouting and rooting for every single one of you. And, uh, and, uh, don't forget when you, when you get to the top boys of the world that you just give a shout out, be like, hey, there's this little podcast. Uh, from from the other end of the world, the LTV Sportscast. So if you are listening right now and you do enjoy what you are hearing, please, please, please make sure that you share that with friends. Or I don't mind if you spam it to people. I mean, you're not not you shouldn't, but I mean, if you do, I'm okay with it. You know, it's not my business what you do, but as long as you share, sharing is caring. Except for um, there's certain things you shouldn't share, but the LTV Sportscast is one of the things that you should share. Now. Sharing our thoughts on the must-haves for this week, I have got uh, some. Uh, some. F- I'm going to give you five names for must-haves, and feel free to add to this list and/or discuss, gents, 
what you think of this list so far. Salah, Vardy, Ronaldo, Mane, Antonio. Who else should be on that list? Who shouldn't be on that list? And why? And also, sorry, I'm going to throw in number six, and I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. Fernandez. Hey. <laughs> I think Fernandez is. I think Fernandez is prime for this week. To be totally honest with you, I know Ronaldo is. takes all the shots in the box. Ronaldo. Ronaldo takes all the shots. He's like, yeah, years, years, Man United, and let Ronaldo take all the shots. But again, I said it last week. I think that. Ronaldo's going to take a lot of focus off Fernandez. Uh, Fernandez, I remember him hitting the bar, you know, and he's got such a good touch on him. He's he is quality, and I still think I'm still wondering what happens when the penalty does arrive. And I and you know because Ronaldo didn't get the penalty at the, at the end of the game, and I thought to myself, was if the penalty does come, and Fernandez takes the penalties, which he should, he should take the penalty. He should take the penalties. But as long as Ronaldo's in my team, it should be Ronaldo takes the penalties. So Oli makes sure that Ronaldo takes the penalties while Ronaldo's in my team. But Fernandez is actually the man for that. Tell me about my list and tell me where I went wrong and tell me who I should have on and who I shouldn't have on. I think we often overlook goalkeepers. Um, or a must-have. This needs to be like captain material, my man. Oh, okay. Then I wouldn't go all this is captain material, but unless it's Allison, he scores goals too. No, definitely not Allison. Not in not, not in this one. <laughs> okay, talk me through it. Must have. Now, okay, let's say, let's say a keeper for a must have. Who do you? Which keeper do you think is a must have that if you don't have him in your team, and if you're going to make one trade this whole week, he's worth bringing in over an outfield player. When you put it like that, he doesn't seem that good anymore. Ah, who was he? <laughs> who, who was your potential differential? Schmeichel. Schmeichel for Leicester. Okay, you think he's going to make a bunch of saves this week? Yeah. And he's going to concede none? going to concede none. Okay. Um, well, we'll keep that in mind and we'll throw him down into our sneaky snipers list. But uh, back onto the must-haves. I'm going to say it again to you. Salah, Vardy, Ronaldo, Mane, Antonio. And Fernandez. If you had to choose between the two uh, and you take a Fernandez and you take a Ronaldo, who do you choose? And I think nine times out of ten, everyone's choosing Ronaldo. I do believe that he's going to take all of the free kicks. He's going to take all of the penalties. So it's going to take that potential one out of three or one out of five games where United does get a penalty. It's going to take that goal away. Um, if you look at the amount of goals Fernandez scored last season, yes, he was phenomenal, but there was a big chunk of his goals that went towards um, penalties. Um, and I, I, I just believe, you know, if, if it's an either or, Ronaldo is the one. I think he's the the number one guy. I think if you want to go and have a little bit of a differential, I think a, a guy like a Paul Pogba, he started phenomenal for United the last, the first couple of games. I think he's had what four or five assists already. Um, I think that's a great differential for a must-have as well. Um, another when player. When you say must-have, though, uh, uh, must-have and differential. Um, Pogba is owned by tw- nearly a quarter of all all managers oh, really? own Paul Pogba. Seven assists a season so far, which has been absolutely immense, immense. Uh, Fernandez is still owned by thirty-two point four people, so a third of the the people in 
a third of the managers that still play have got Fernandez in their team. I mean, there is, it's it's unreal the, the amount of support that Fernandez still has, you know. But do and I know there was the whole conversation with like Bruno, like no for Bruno kind of thing at the beginning of the season. But with Ronaldo coming in, it it, it could be a perceived um, differential because how many people who have had Fernandez in that started FPL that have stopped playing already? That he's just in their team. Or that there's the belief that they think they've got a differential. But it's still a third of the people own Fernandez. But if you have got Fernandez on your team and you have Ronaldo, let's say you had both of them, who do you captain? You have to captain Ronaldo because, again, he's the boy that's going to deliver the tap-ins, the, the easy goals. He's going to be the guy that's going to score the free kicks and score the penalties. Um, that's what I believe. I think he's the main vocal point in their team. He's their leader, so he'll step up to take that penalty. I don't think Fernand I think Fernandez will actually give Ronaldo the ball. Um, what was your score prediction for Arsenal? I mean uh, United versus Villa? Was three three one. Three one. Three one. Yeah, okay. three one. Ronaldo to score two. Okay. So Ronaldo in with the brace there. Um other people that's on my list that you think, or do you think there's anyone on that list that you that you wouldn't have? I don't have room for Antonio. I wish I could. I, I had him the first couple of weeks. I don't have room for him. I think I might just, you know, if he if he does prove me wrong and score two goals or a goal this uh, this game week, I might have to try and make a plan to try and fit him in. So this week I won't be doing any transfers I'll be waiting for next week so that if that does happen and I've, and I've got a bit of a plan going forward for for a, a guy like Antonio um, I just don't know if you can double up on like for instance a Fernandez and a Ronaldo like a Sulla and a Mane um, I think your must have it has to be an either or if you want to if you want a differential between Sulla and between Mane Mane is the guy if you want a differential between Ronaldo and Fernandez, Fernandez is the guy. Even though Fernandez is owned by one third of um, fantasy Premier League owners, what is Ronaldo owned at? I, I, I'm sure it's more, like, like uh, nearly fifty percent. But when you're talking about Mane, uh, Mane is owned by two point eight percent. See, it's a great so differential. It's, it's, to a, have. it's an amazing differential to have, and really is the possibility for captain material. Captain material yeah. you can have in there is not. He's not just great. He's he's an amazing player, uh, even without the penalties because of the braces and the hat tricks. He has the potential of scoring. The problem comes in if he doesn't, uh, if if he has nothing else. If if it becomes a tight game, you know, you, you play the percentages. Salah's going to be your man. You know, season after season, Mane didn't have the best season last season, so. You know, and I know we have Jota, but Jota doesn't fall into the captain. Um, Even he has to have a couple of game weeks in a row, and this is with uh, Bobby Firmino nearly coming back to fitness, but not quite ready yet. And if by the time he does, then the whole idea of Jota starting week in and week out kind of goes out the window. So uh, I don't see. I don't. I don't know how long we we get to hold on to the the Jota for a, a guaranteed starter, but he's mm. also owned by twenty point five percent. Salah's owned by fifty seven point five percent of the, of the league, 
owns He's Sadler. just a must-have, man. He's a must-have. And Ronaldo must is 47. And I actually have both of them in my team, so I don't know if I'm doing myself an injustice because I don't have enough differential in there. I say that. Um, where if you had asked me asked me a week ago before if Wolves had come off a victory, it, you know, the expected victory that I thought they'd have, I'd be like, listen, Jimenez could be the guy. You know, Jimenez could still be a guy, but he now falls into my sneaky sniper list for, for differentials. Um, do, do you see... You see, because now that you aren't asked the question, after I've I've given my must-haves, do you have any must-have that you want to add to that list? Did you mention you mentioned Gray, right? As a must-have, I, I think actually so, especially no. for his price tag. Yeah, but then he becomes a differential, doesn't he? Uh, you know, will you captain Gray over? No. Yeah, but you see, that's what I'm saying. So he he doesn't he is he someone that you're going to go out of your way to make sure you get into your team. And if he isn't, if he isn't, then he can't be a must-have. But although he could be a differential, but he's already kicking up an ownership at uh, seventeen point nine percent. So, Look, so there is there was, some, there was one there was there was yeah. one player that that is a must-have for me, and I try to build my team around him now recently, mm. um, and that's Lukaku. Um, I know he doesn't do well in the big games, but going through throughout the season he is a must have he is yeah. an absolute must have but for this week for this, for this week, week alone just for this week alone Salah Salah is the one Salah is the one Darren Darren yeah. Darren you're very quiet there your, your must haves I don't have Salah my my team so I'm not going to go with him my, my definite must have is, is Ronaldo okay have to have him um, and I've gone. I, I would want to bring him up is Ben Rama. Ben Rama for West Ham is a, is a very interesting call, and I like that that you mention him. He's obviously, I mean, he got the deflected goal, so let's uh, let's call it that. Apart from that, I don't know where was he. Did he have an especially good game? I don't. I wouldn't. I don't think he had an especially good match. He's bright though. Yes, he's he's very bright and he scores goals. Scores goals all over the place mm. and he and he and he he plays so well with uh, Antonio. But that's the thing now. You've just said it. Unreal, man. In a must-have scenario for West Ham, is your must-have Ben Rama, or is your must-have Antonio for this week? And if Antonio. you say Antonio, but if you say Ben yeah. Rama, and you are right. Then you have possibly stumbled onto onto something else because purely again, oh, it's not even a differential. I mean, Ben Rama is owned by a third of the people, a third of the people, and a third of the people own Antonio as well. So it's a strange. I have so many massively owned players, but they never never do well all in one week. Uh, that sucks for me. Enough about sucking for me. The social distancing players, players that you want to avoid for, for the game week. Now, I had, I kind of had pre-decided any Man City asset because of the Pep Roulette because I got hurt by it. I, I remember Andreas laughing. He's like, yeah, you, you, guess you, you start to believe. You're like, no, listen, Pep's definitely going to do this. There's no way that he's changing this. And Pep goes and listens to the pod and he's like, uh, suck it, Leighton. I'm going to be making some changes up on you and it's going to suck for you. And that's what happened. So I will be avoiding all Man City assets, except I have Tories in my team right now. And at some point in time, 
I might actually start to just purely look for for players that are going to start uh, week in and week out. And I don't know if uh, I don't I don't have a city player that's going to do that that I can afford because eventually when KDB comes back, he's just too expensive for me if I've already got Ronaldo and Salah. So uh, must avoid uh, must avoid players is Man City. I actually had I actually had on my list prehand to this uh, Romelu Lukaku. Which is very interesting that you you think that he might even be a must-have for this week, even against City. Which is possible, because City's defense isn't super amazing. Mm. But does Romelu Lukaku, do you think he scores uh, two or more goals against City? Not two or more goals, no. I think he'll nick a goal in the end. I think think he'll get one goal. like I said earlier in the podcast, I think it's a 2-0 game for Chelsea. Mm. Um, I think um, with regards to Pep Roulette, um, his roulette is not that big when it comes to his defenders. So if you put in a Cancelo or if you put in a even an Edison, you know, I think that's a, potentially a great call to, to, to get a couple of clean sheets. Not this week, uh, mm. not this weekend. Sure. Um, Edison costs yeah. $6 million though. It's it's a it's a tough place to drop your drop your coin, you know what I mean? Because is but he going to really give you that many more clean sheets to the point where he gets that many more points? Then um, let's see who's on top right now: Edison thirty three points, Loris thirty one points, Edison twenty eight points, Mendy. Okay, oh, so but you're you're in the twenties, you know. Uh, uh, Jansen as a defender is four point six million. He's got twenty nine points. Yeah, he's a guaranteed starter. But I, I hear you. I don't. I don't dispute it. I made the same. I made the same comments. I think at the beginning of last season was the first season I'd played FPL, and I was. I was. Uh, sure, I, I was disciplined to put it uh, to put it mildly. I was scolded for my for my thoughts, and they're like, no. Don't spend the money on keepers. It's a waste. There's so much more out there. Look, I don't know. But, yeah, the, if you if you are getting those clean sheets, Edison's already got 28 points a season, and he comes in at 6 million. So it might be worth it. Um, yeah, Pep Roulette, Man City, outfield players, well, at least they're attacking players, like you say. No, their defense is relatively safe. Um, Chelsea, I have Lukaku. Uh, you know, because he's someone that you might think like, oh, I definitely have got to get him in this week, but it might be someone you want to avoid. I don't know where I fall on the cane, Darren. I must be honest with you. The fact that he scored now um, tonight gives me more reason to think like, yeah, before before the the score and before him getting a goal tonight, I really thought to myself that. Um, that Kane might be someone I want to avoid, but now I'm starting to think Kane could be a man that you want to bring in on uh, even from this weekend because he has that history of scoring goals against uh, Arsenal and Tottenham have just won on penalties. So uh, against, yep. yeah, Kane scored their first penalty. And United's out of the United's out of, the out of it. Uh, Chelsea have just won on penalties. They beat Villa, so. Um, Ben Chilwell missing the penalty. Romelu Lukaku scores the first penalty. There's another man that was there, that Reese James, and I know he got the red card, and that's why he was suspended. But again, I mean, you look at Chelsea assets, and you think to yourself, great defense, um, like really good defensive assets. 
but after the City game, Chelsea from game week seven, Southampton, Brentford, Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley. So what? What? And and you're waiting for for that to go off. I might actually, I might even consider, I might even consider dropping Ronaldo to put in Lukaku for that run. Yeah, I think Chelsea's got a great running after game week seven, uh, from game week seven. Mm. Um, they've got a great running of, of games. I think you need to load up on, on Chelsea defenders and Lukaku is your main target, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I might, I might actually just do that. We'll, we'll see how things go. Um, like I, like I said to Andreas last week, I nearly landed up going all three with Salah, Ronaldo, and Lukaku. And I thought maybe I'd just build around those three. Who knows? Um, other, other people that you think you should be avoiding this week? Um, you know, like big, uh, big signs. Yeah. The entire defensive lines for. Awesome. Brentford and Norwich. I'm surprised you didn't say Arsenal. It would have been a good time to to throw that one in there. <laughs> yeah, I'd avoid the Arsenal defensive line because Tottenham's coming strongly. It's okay, Darren. <laughs> Darren, again, if like if you I haven't listened to, to the whole show so far, Darren is a Tottenham supporter. Uh, Jock is a Arsenal supporter. So, uh, Darren, Darren. So yeah, I reckon uh, no Son, no Kane. There's no goals come on Sunday night. Only from the red team, you know. Yeah, okay. I was trying to be nice to you. Darren, as we spoke about this earlier, you, you don't need to be so friendly. You don't. Ha- you don't have to be so courteous. It's your team. This ma- this man is your eminemony for the next uh, for the next couple of days, and then after that, you guys won't be eminemonies anymore. So uh, think about it that way. Um, but it is it is a. It is a beer and a tequila on, on the line for it, for you gents. And I hope you both lose. So that way you both have to drink. So, <laughs> so, so, so it'll be good for me. Yeah, so like you're saying. But now let's talk about those sneaky snipers. Um, Gray Rondon in at Everton. Man, what? No Richarlison. No DCL. One attacker. Rondon. So you know the ball's going to go to him. And and he nearly got he nearly got in the end of, of a couple um, against against Villa. Yeah, um, I like Rondon. I think it's a good uh, little bar from Benitez. I think he was more going to be a squad player than anything else. Um, but now, like you said, you know he's the only attacker there at the moment. The balls will come. The balls will come from Gray. Um, even as far back as Keane, um, mm. I, I believe. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I think uh, Rondon might be might be your sneaky sniper. I like I like the Crystal Palace boy as well. The striker I told you about, Edward. Mm. I think he might be a sneaky sniper as well. Yeah, if he gets that start, and you're hundred yeah. percent correct. If he gets that start, and he replaces Ayu as a starting ninety minute man, if he can get that. At yeah. six point three million, he might be a shoe in. You know what yeah. I mean? And and there is so much value there. There is so much value there because if you can get an out and out goal scorer and it looks like Palace, like you're saying, well, like we have said, can really open up. Uh, again that Gallagher also feels like one in the in the midfield. And I think he's also at five point six or five point seven uh in terms of cost. If you're if you're opening up there, you know, you you're getting quality for budget pricing, which really allows you to to get more expansive on the premier assets. 
if you want to call it that, um, which will allow you to get him. Again, and I know we we mentioned when we mentioned players, and here's another one. Again, premier asset at six point five million still. Rafinha for Leeds. He is still. He, I mean, he could have had goals galore against Newcastle. It could have been there. It didn't happen. Greenwood is still seven point seven. I mean, everyone's on on the Ronaldo train for sure. But you know, maybe Greenwood is an enabler. Greenwood, you know, I said if everyone is marking Ronaldo, Greenwood might might be taking shots in the goal. You know, so there there is that. So you've got those two. I mean, Son and Kane, even for this weekend, you kind of feel like listen. You know, you wouldn't have necessarily thought they're must haves. Okay, but if you does Kane really feel like a sneaky sniper differential? And and you wouldn't say at the price that he is, but I just want to check in terms of ownership. In terms of ownership, Son is only 11% and Kane is 5.7%. That, wow. is, that is, right there, is differential territory. And and that, that, that is... That'll make a massive difference. Massive difference if, you, if you're picking up a Kane or a Son. Who would have thought Son at 11% after everything that he had the previous season? I think it's because of that injury. Remember on the international break, he had that mm. injury. I think a lot of guys got rid of him for that. Yeah, a lot of people brought him in. And the big thing was when Ronaldo arrived, the um, everyone was wanting to hop onto the Ronaldo train. Case in point, so you have to free up money in other places. Trent Alexander Arnold, I mean, I know he's a defender, premium defender at 7.6 million, but I mean, he's practically a winger. Like all the time, he's taking shots, he's getting the assists. If I, if you told told me that you could have a out of position, I say out of position because he still goes falls back to his position, but you had an out of position. Um, Defender that gets as many assists as Trent Alexander Arnold. Any midfielder that gets as many assists as Trent Alexander Arnold, excluding the clean sheets, you'd be like, listen, 7.7 million. The man's going to be a relative bargain with the occasional goal. This, this is what you want. And now, on top of that, if you've got a fit Van Dyke back and playing with Joel Matip, so you've got a defense that can keep clean sheets. Six point bonuses effectively for clean sheets. It's unreal the the potential that you have over there. And you know, I, I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm starting to think to myself again: How do I get uh, the the idea is I'm carrying the for for my FPL team. It looks like I'm going to be carrying the the money uh, or the sub across f- for next week. I'm going to be dropping Ronaldo onto Lukaku, and then I'm going to be looking at maybe making a change here and there. Maybe Jimenez gets a couple of goals, um, and then his value goes up, but I do drop him to, like you're saying, an Eduardo, or Edward, uh, or some someone else, or maybe even uh, Ivan Tony after the, the next couple of tough games. And then, you know, then I've got the other million, I've got the million, and then then it's it's not all that far a stretch to get uh, Trent into my team as well. So there is some some thoughts over there. St. Max again this week is going to be good. You, you think he's going to be good? I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, well, again, it, you know, feel free to explore on that because I feel like I, I jibber-jabber a little bit too much from time to time. 
Darren. Sorry, I didn't catch that. I said feel free to expand on that um, a little on the on the Saint Max uh, as why you think for a sneaky sniper that he's going to go out there and he has so much value at six point seven million uh, as uh, as an attacker. Let's go, let's go look at his percentage ownership. I think that's going to be really important. Only eleven point six percent of people own Saint Max, and Saint Max is going. He's going to with without Wilson even being there, and although it really helps when Wilson is there. Without Wilson being there, he's the man. He is the man. Main striker, 6.7 million. Left foot, right foot, in the box, out the box, dribbling, falling back, driving the ball forward, transitioning, assists. Yeah, I'm a fan. I think I said that earlier. We we went through that. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm the fan. I'm a St. Max fan. I'm there. I'm a fan. Uh I think that I think the man is pure class, and then Ishmael Zah. He he came through this past weekend. Two goals, two goals for Watford, and even if Watford don't win, you kind of think that you know if they are getting onto the score sheet, it's either going to be him or it's going to be Dennis up front. But he costs six point one, and Dennis costs five point two, and their ownership is eight point eight percent and eleven point seven percent respectively. You're looking at. You're look, you're looking at uh, options over there that can can really get you points that other people don't have. So yeah. that's my sneaky sniper list. Anyone else on there that you feel differentials for this week? I can't add anybody else on there. Jock, your side? No, just uh, just Edward. I think he's the Listen, guy. Yeah. he's the the, the man. Uh, and you don't say that because he's in your team, eh? For no other reason. I just have a, I just have a feeling about this sort, man. I, I think he's gonna he's gonna score fifteen goals for me this season. Um, yeah, I, I, I rate him. I watch a bit of Scottish Premier League as well, so I think um, that's also played played a bit of a part in why I've picked him. Um, no one really knows him, so I think that the differential is quite big there. Um, I think I think getting a couple of Everton boys in your team as well. Um, I think that's also come for a sneaky sniper, if, especially if you want to put a defender in there like a Keen. Um, mm. I think he's a great, great. Um, I think he's a great defender, and he's also there, you know, with his crosses. So he will score your assists. Yes, he won't score every game. He is a defender, so he'll probably only score two or three goals this season. But he's there for the assist and he's there for the clean sheets. And I think the clean sheets coming this season or this this game week for, for Everton. Sure. Okay. Okay, gents. Uh, so from from an FPL perspective, th- those are our thoughts and must-haves, the social distancing and the sneaky snipers. Um, have you guys got the LTV Cerberus team up on your screens right now? Okay, so we we, yes, we have we have to make a decision here. Um, who are we changing, and then who are we going to captain? So ideally, you first want to look at we've got uh, we've got a we must think we're either got a, a captain on our field already, or we're going to have to be bringing our captain in. I'm just struggling. Um, here we go. I think your captain must stay. Captain must stay. Who he? Salah. Salah is your captain. Sure. Um, yes, man. I don't know about Grealish. Eh? 
Grealish, even a, even a guy like Watkins. I think um, Danny Ings has taken a shine away from Watkins. Um, he hasn't done anything um, this whole season. Five games. Who would have said that? You know, beginning of the beginning of the fantasy Premier League, everyone was rating Watkins, and everyone had him in your team until mm. Danny Ings signed. Um, no one knew what 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 where Watkins was going to play. And I don't think he's done anything. If I'm not mistaken, he's done absolutely nothing. I'll tell you what, though, in in terms of the gameplay, it, it I think that I think they need to click. Villa need to click, but it almost looks like I think Andreas was mentioning it last week, and uh, I saw it in um, you saw it when when Villa was playing against Chelsea, but in that first half, uh, where it really looked like. Ings was going to be feeding Watkins. Now, and like I said, they, they've got a tough run right now. But keep in mind on our field, we have Richarlison who is injured. So there might be value in changing Richarlison up. I think you need Antonio in your team, yeah. Darren, you're, you're very quiet, man. Very quiet. Don't, don't be afraid I'm, to I'm, throw throw some opinions. Yeah, you, you don't have to agree with, uh, agree with Jock just because he's an Arsenal supporter. I think Salah needs to stay, definitely on captain. Okay. Um, so captain has been decided for the week. 100%. Um, Watkins, really, I, I don't think he's going to be doing much. Mm. Um, Barnes as well. He's, he's going to be sitting there in Greylish. We're going to be playing that roulette that, that we are talking about earlier. Um, what type we, of formation would you could, like? Three five two four 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 two. Three four three. Uh, three five two. Three five two. Okay, so yeah. let's che- let's check it out from the back. Let's see what we can work with. Uh, currently, right now in our defense, we have uh, Luca Luca Dean. Uh, so he's he's a seventy five percent chance of playing with an. Uh, he's got an injury. Marty, I think he's not playing anymore. So and we got Brandon Williams. Our, our defense is absolutely shocking. So James, I must be honest with you. I'm looking at it. I'm thinking to myself, we need to make a defensive change over there. And uh, we we have got two point one in the bank, and uh, we we might need to bring some some people in. So my my advice would be, or my thought would be to to start sorting out that uh, defense, at least even if it's not for this week. We might have to take a double hit purely because uh, we, we don't have enough players that are going to play. It might be worth taking a minus four as well to get some solid defensive answers in there. And I think you need a couple of big big boys in there. I think you, you've only got Salah there. I think um, maybe a guy like a, for a future, like a guy like Lukaku, yeah, but let's. Uh, let, I think we sort out the defense for the team. I'll be honest with you. I think that's probably where we need to go. Um, clean, clean sheet material for this weekend. Um, possibly a goal. Everton. Everton. Do you thinking Everton? The good man. Uh, who out of Everton do you think we should be putting in that uh, defense? You've already got Luca Dean. In there. Um, Any Leicester boys? You don't think Leicester's going to have a clean sheet this season? Oh, this game week? 
Yeah, there's a very good chance they would. And this is where now we we start to look at that man Pereira playing down the yes. playing down the right wing might be someone that we'd want to get in sooner rather than later. Um throwing that in there we could drop uh we know Brandon Williams is gonna start. Simicast I don't I don't think he'll start. I mean Robinson is there currently right now, uh, with the Trent might or might not be playing. So who knows? Uh, we are forgetting about the header that Di- uh, Dyer is going to be scoring against Arsenal. <laughs> do, do you th- is, is that a is that a um, is that a passionate call or is that a, uh, um, a a solid safe call that you've got going over there? That's a, I don't like the kilo call. Oh, okay. Very <laughs> muff. Um, You're cocking up this uh, this team is. Same way as what you're cocking up your own team, old boy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> ah, there it goes again. No, it's, 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 it's very enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. Um, Wolves, uh, Wolves defense. Do we think they're going to? No, we can't. We can't no. back a Wolves defense right now. Okay. So are we going to bring in Pereira into, into the team? So who are we dropping out to? We're going to drop out a Marty and bring in Pereira. I think that's yeah. Get be more it. starters in there. Yeah, that's get, it. Get more starters in there. So we're going to make that transfer. Uh, transfer has been made, and then we're going to start to, our starting line. Will have to be Luca Dean, Pereira, Williams, and then our midfield will go three five in the middle. Of the, so the Barnes, Salasan, Grealish, Rafinha, and first sub will actually be Simicus by chance because Richarlison definitely won't start. The question is, uh, Sanchez in goals against Crystal Palace. Or Buckman in goals against Newcastle. Mm. I do. Um, I do Buckman. Darren, I agree. But okay. uh, your prediction's different to to my prediction earlier. So <laughs> yeah, so it, but it's like. Uh, but when we were talking about the the whole the, the whole Sanchez, well, not the whole Sanchez thing, but when we were talking about Brighton earlier. It immediately kind of put me off them. Okay. Okay, fair enough, gents. Listen, uh, that, is, that is our team. That It is out there. And to everyone that's listened, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you to Jock. Thank you to Darren. Thank you guys for, for coming on uh, onto the, the LTV Sportscast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, we'll be looking at the other side of this Arsenal versus Tottenham. It was nice to have some very contrasting opinions uh, based on the weekend head. Good luck to you guys and good luck to the listeners. Cheers, cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks. Ciao. Thanks. Bye.